All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Hard, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands, spin the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment, first segment of the second hour, is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs and find you the cheapest rate out there because he represents over 40 different uh, insurance carriers. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, just a couple notes to leave before we leave the Monday night football scene, switching gears to uh, the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, and Alex M. Perez on Facebook is asking, so are the Browns even in the hunt? No, they've been eliminated. They were eliminated even before the game was played due to the fact that the Raiders beat uh, the Colts and then Broncos didn't beat the Chargers. That eliminated. That knocked out Denver, Miami, and Cleveland in well, one that, Sunday. And that was after Cincinnati yeah. won, which eliminated the Browns' chance yeah. at winning the divisions. Yeah. This is the deal with the Browns, man. This is where I'm at with the Baker thing because – you know, Baker Mayfield is a guy that's been a walk-on twice that went on to win a Heisman as a walk-on and went on to be the number one overall pick. He's got a chip on his shoulder. The truth of the matter is the organization, because they allowed Baker to go play through these injuries, these plethora injuries, one that he finally admitted yesterday after the game that he's got to get cut on, don't know the date, he's not playing week 18, because of the organization, the way they handle them, I've said this before and I'll say it again, they let you know they don't know if Baker's the guy. They're not a, they're not a completely 100% solo on Baker. Justin Hibbert is not playing through those injuries, not for one playoff run, not happening. Um, Patrick Mahomes, guys like that with those type of injuries, are not. their organizations are not letting them go play with that type of risk if they're the future, especially at that position, the quarterback. So that lets you know right there. I think some of Baker's deals, it's hard to judge him. Basically, he was so banged up. But there's still some plays that Baker makes. Um, and I agree with Jonas. You know, some of – you know, I'm I'm not even a Cleveland Brown fan, and I'm tired of seeing balls batted at the line of scrimmage for Baker. And a lot of that has to do with scheme. It, does, it will scheme him to roll out, you know. The coaching staff of Stefanski, I believe. He won the coach of the year last year. There's been a lot of coach of the year. That's some of the jinx. We got the Madden jinx, and we got a coach of the year because a lot of their asses, the NBA, NFL, they get fired years after they win the coaching year. That's a jinx. I don't know what it is to it. Yep. But the coach of the fansky still out there. The jury's out there, man, because I looked at it yesterday, too. You are playing a guy that, if I'm not mistaken, is a rookie tackle going up against uh, uh, T.J. Watt. All right, in yep. prime time, and you let this rookie tackle get murdered with no help, no chipping. I mean, speaking of the Madden cast, Peyton and Eli, Eli's like, I'm telling you, he's got to be telling him to help chip, chip him, chip him, because they sitting there thinking like, damn, man, can somebody help this guy out on TJ Watt coaching? Um, yep. You know, the again, one other thing for well, you. Well, you said start, something, too, yeah. about the lines. You talk, talk about the balls being batted at the line. Yeah. That's something. Kyler Murray doesn't even get that many balls batted at the line, and he's shorter than Baker. Yeah. That, that, to me, is ridiculous. Every time I see it, I'm like, to your point, roll him out. Get him yeah. out of the pocket. He has a good arm on the run. He's yeah. a, he has a – Baker Mayfield has a plus arm. He is he is a shot fighter though. I'll tell you that 
He is a shot fighter. He's been hit so much. He knows that he's trying to play through this injury. I was looking at him yesterday. That was the first time that I watched the game where I told my son, I said, this is the first time I've seen them actually show his sling that he's been playing with. Because normally he's got that covered up. He normally doesn't have it where they can see it and it's that visual that he's in that sling. They had that thing. He made sure everybody saw, man, I've been playing through this injury the entire time. It was big. It was black. He was letting you know. You can't be just thinking that I'm out here just to be out here. Well, that's Stefanski's fault. I like what I, you said though about the fact that they just let him out there to rot. Man, and that's terrible. Because to me, it goes back to where too I blame Baker and his agent too. I blame his agent on this too because at the end of the day, you can be a warrior. You can be, hey, it's a men's play. I'm gonna try to show my guys I'm there for them. But you ain't got paid yet. And you're not a bona fide guy like a Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert. They don't the people, the, the GMs that actually not radio guy, not radio hard, radio Calvin, GMs that get paid seven figures to play real life fantasy football, nobody receives you in that level of those guys. So knowing that you've got to protect your assets, your body, and you should have shut it down. The agent should have told him, look, man, he should have been shut down and they should have been running with the organization along with his team, should have made a decision to shut him down and go with basically um, uh, uh, Case Keenum, period. Um, But the coach, look, the other point, I'm going to leave it at this with the coach, and I told you, I'm going to be hard on these young guys, these coaches first time. And a lot of them, we speak of the late great man that we just lost. I got to realize a lot of these guys that are my age that are closely getting to these jobs have grown up playing Madden. They in this analytic world. It is fourth and seven on the road in a hostile environment against your divisional rivalry. Ben's last game at home. There's no, this ain't Buffalo win off of Orchard Park where it's hard to punt, hard to make a field goal. And you go for it in a 0-0 football game on fourth and seven with a banged up quarterback. That right there is just, co- that for one, that's coaching. That's too much heavily. And I will say it. I'm going to put them on and say, just like the Wildcat. There's no heavy base analytic teams that are going to host a Lombardi trophy or coach. I said it. I believe it. If it ever happens, I'm wrong. And that's why, like, guys like him, the guy in the L.A. Chargers, I'm on them because, again, it goes back with the flow of the game. Why are you doing that? Like, if you put it like, why are you going for it on fourth and seven to give them a short field, which your offense has been struggling, okay? And speaking of offenses, that is, like, I think 12 out of the last 15 weeks – Something like that. Cleveland has failed to score over 20 points, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, that's terrible. 12 out of the last 15 games. So to me— Because they don't run the ball like Jonas has been saying the whole year. He's like, run the ball with Chubb. Run the ball. I know Hunt got hurt. What's the other running back that you had that just came out of nowhere? Johnson, he was killing it. He was running good yesterday. They stopped running it, and they were exposing Baker, who is already hurt. It's a bad coaching decision. No, and that's Period. why I say starting next year, Tefanski will be on the hot seat. He will be. He's not losing his job this season. He's not that. In the NFL, it used to be four years. It used to be four to five years that you got in a coach. And the last five or six years, it's really three. It's the maximum of three in the NFL. And in college, when we transition to college, it's the wild, wild way. I think college, we're down to like two years, 
two and a half years max. Like, you've got to show something. I'm not saying it's fair. That's just the reality of it. But I just think Stefanski will be on the hot seat starting next year. When I say I finally got Jonas, because I've worked with Jonas off and on for years, even when he did the show years, it was all, hey, Jonas didn't pick him to win the division. The first year, hey, hold on, give me, I'm going to give him three years. But this year, I'm like, hey, man, you dumbing down expectations, man. Y'all get a lot of run, you this and that. Next year, he knows it's playoffs or bust, period, for Cleveland. So it's going to be an interesting offseason. They've got to sit there, and they've got to figure out what they're going to do with Baker. They've got a lot of money in Miles Garrett. They've shelled out some money. And see, this is the difference. It's a difference being to that team on the outside looking in when you got that, that eliminated from the playoffs. It's a lot easier when you sit there and you got cap space. When you got money and you up there high cap and you sitting your ass at home, that's a different fan base and that's a different feeling. You see? Jacksonville, yeah, they're terrible. But you know what? There no expectations for them. They got the most cap space out of anybody in the NFL. They had expectations. They had expectation. They had Urban Meyer. Oh, they had Urban. Urban. Urban was supposed to be the savior. Oh, okay. You got you got expect the savior. Go. Yeah. So you they, No, they, I'm not letting them no, off the hook. I got you. That's fair. And then you got a team like number two. You got a team like Denver. Okay. They ain't making the playoffs. But they no. got a, they got a Walmart budget. Okay. They got a Walmart budget. <laughs> Zach Zach's making. I mean, Dak Prescott is making more throw. Then all three of their quarterbacks down there combined. It's, it's easy to swallow a little bit more. And you know, damn, we got a lot of cap space. We can fix this. But when you got cap problems and you make you miss a playoff, that's going to be a problem. And the other team that's we, we talk about that's hard your Super Bowl pick, my Super Bowl pick, they're going to be the Rams going to be dealing with this in the next year or two. Barely like they're they're in a situation they've got to cash in here pretty soon. Because they're going to be one of those teams. Hey, yeah, because they, they have no draft picks. Right, they they got no, no draft, draft in their cap situation is <laughs> bad. But that's my that's uh, yeah, that's my sure. take. So shout out to the Alamo Browns backers out there. Uh, you know, y'all been listening to the show long before Jonas came along. Shout out to him. But I told y'all, Safansky's jury's out on him. Baker, I think there's some mistakes he got to clean. He should never play through this season. It's going to cost him. He need to fire his agent. Uh, he just got bad advice for agent. There's no way he should have played through these injuries without having a contract and not even having that cachet of like, hey, man, that's Justin Herbert. That's, that's, that's Patrick Mahomes. That's Lamar Jackson. Nah, man. <laughs> Baker ain't like that, man. He act like they acted like it, him and his agent. But nah, man, the bag. You got to secure the bag is iffy now. It's leaning on Jesus. So now that Baker's a fish. <laughs> <laughs> He leaning on Jesus, man. <laughs> Just like his injury, like you need all the help from Jesus. You leaning, you hoping he come through for you. That's what that is. Man. Anyway, really fast. So, Amen. Baker Baker is officially done for the year. He's getting the surgery done. He's yeah, not they, playing next week. Now, before the because the question is now being asked what the team does. I just want to remind what does at quarterback. I just want to remind everybody he is guaranteed next yep. year. So it is an under contract. Yeah, how much was under- it? Like 18? 18 million. Uh-huh. So he is under contract. Yeah. The yeah, team the team yeah. likely will try to find something to kind of push him. You know, like but, a backup, but, like but to competition. This, this yeah. This isn't, this isn't a Baker's officially yeah. done kind no, no, of thing. No, 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 no. I, um, I'm not going to subscribe to that. Okay. Cleveland, all the Cleveland fans are saying, oh, get Baker. We can get Aaron Rodgers. We can get Deshaun Watson. Baker will be the quarterback next year, but he will be walking in the situation similar to a Drew Locke in this year. We're going to maybe Jonas Wright. We get somebody to press him. We get a good veteran back. Case Keenum wasn't, I mean, no. You know, it depends on it. It could be a Cam Newton. You know, bring a Cam in, you know. Uh, How about Nick Foles? Uh, Jonas, I've been trying to get Nick to Cleveland forever, dog. I've been trying to get him there for you, dog. 
Yeah, that, that you don't make a lot of mistakes. You and I go back to 2018 with that one, Harge. Oh, oh, oh Nick Foles. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I have. I have. Foles I was trying on to get him there for Jonas. Jersey. Yeah, okay. Uh, He's trying to get him somebody. But we'll see. It's going to be an interesting offseason yeah. for the Browns. We had a caller call in. Sam, let me know. Uh, Jason, that wanted to, he didn't want to go on air, but he had a question about Seattle. What do we think the Seahawks are going to do? And I, and I, we talked about this before, Jason. But I think Seattle. It's either Pete Carroll. Or Russell Wilson. The Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson tandem is not coming back. Either Russell wants to stay in Seattle, like, look, man, I want more say-so. I want this. I want to know direction we're going. Bam, it's a clean slate. The GM's gone. Pete Carroll's gone. GM might survive. Pete Carroll gone. Or it's a situation where Russell just tells him, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go. This is a long rebuild process. Because I'm telling you, in Seattle, they're far away. Out of all the teams that are going to miss the playoffs, I would sit there and say, I would say Jacksonville is closer to get and turn around in Seattle mm-hmm. is. And let me tell you why I say that, Harsh, because uh, that's fine. You can give me pushback. That's the thing of deuce, deuce, deuce. When we had 2022 to push back. <laughs> I say that because of cap mm-hmm. space, and I say that because of draft picks. Seattle, to me, Seattle has line issues. They have skill position issues. They've got running back issues. And I think that might just be a little bit too much for us to say, hey, man, even though I might want to finish my career, I don't want to wait for another three years for me to get competitive three years from now. That's what I think it might go. But what, all I can tell Jason is I believe without a doubt the Pete Carroll and Russell thing is over. Does that mean Russell's definitely leaving Seattle? No, it doesn't. But it means Pete Carroll's gone. That's what I believe. It's been a nice run. Pete is 70-something, man. He's old. Yeah, he stay, but he don't look it. He, do, he, yeah, doesn't. he doesn't even look it. No. My man's still running up and down oh, the sidelines yeah. trying yeah. to do whatever. Here's my biggest thing, and this is, this is a conversation that I've had with my son, who's a huge Russell Wilson fan, and a couple of my buddies that I meet with all the time. What if Russell Wilson either decided to go to Pittsburgh or New Orleans? What do you think about that? Well, I would say hide your kids and everybody else if he goes to New Orleans with Sean Payton. That's bad news. The South don't want that. Brady don't want that. Nobody in the NFC wants that smoke. I do not want to say, I don't even, I don't even have an interest in the NFC. My team, I root for ain't even NFC, and I don't even want to see that. Right. That's dangerous. Right. Uh, the other one, who else did you say besides? That's why his name is Dangerous. Yeah, That's Danger, why he's called one. Dangerous. <laughs> Good one. So who was the other team real quick besides the Saints? Who the other one? Pittsburgh. 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 Uh I don't know. That that would they be got the running game. That. They got I running game. No, I know you don't want that. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh. They have the running game. They have the defense. They have what they need. Receivers. They just needed better quarterback play. They have receivers. They have what they need right there. I would I'm I'm gonna say I doubt it, but I'm gonna sit there and say I could see that that's a good call. I haven't heard anybody really bring up Pittsburgh, so the props to you if you're the one going with that angle. I haven't heard anybody say that yet. Um, I'm not going to say no way. Actually, I, my 13-year-old son was pushing that. Oh, he was okay. pushing that. He well, said, he might I want to see him in Pittsburgh. I'll tell you where Sierra <laughs> wants to go. I can tell you Sierra wants to end up in New York. That's what I believe. I, But, I, you know, in, in Russell, but that's the thing. It's like if you go to the Giants, I mean, how much closer Ugh. is the Giants than Seattle and getting things turned around? We don't know. I mean, and you don't got, have the running game that you yeah, think that you would Jonas have because of the fact that Zaquan keeps getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. And that's DK Metcalf is terrible, dog. What is what, he has no route running skills. I, I'm he not gonna argue with straight you. Straight up, <laughs> he's straight up yeah. sprinter. That's yeah. what he is. He is not a route runner. Just a route runner of abs. Just abs running down the route. Yeah. <laughs> just a body of chest. Him and Pete and Carroll just, just run around abs. together. 
Yeah, I, you know, Russell, it's definitely going to be a decision, a joint decision with Sierra. I, 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 you know, Russell, I've seen him on social media. I mean, Russell, Sierra is a big part of his decision. He's like, there's in love, and there's just when, like, what do you want to do? I'm doing whatever you want to do. Like, he is goo-goo eyes over Sierra. I get it. Trust me, I get it. Russ is like, come on, man. You know, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say, Doc? What do you say? Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Exactly. Whatever whatever you want to do, man. So that's the reason why it is, you know. That's like that. That's but we'll see. But that's your answer for Seattle, uh, Jason. That's my opinion on that. Uh, back to more of our backyard with the Cowboys as we stick before we uh, go into because I do want to talk about the Oklahoma quarterback situation and transfer. But Cowboys, look, I didn't say this yesterday because the news came out. But everybody knows I feel about Cowboys. I really feel bad for Gallup, Michael Gallup. I really do. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel bad for him, yeah. man, on a personal level. And I'm being dead serious because this is a guy. I'm not even a Dallas fan. Everybody knows how I feel about the Cowboys, but I don't even have a dog in the race. But I know, and because I've covered this team, whatever, Michael Gallup has never complained. Okay? Not from what I've heard. In his role. Never. How many balls he gets thrown to him. He's seen them draft Wilson. He's seen them basically draft CeeDee Lamb. You know the money to Amari. He's never complained. He just went out there. I, I, I didn't. Like, I knew this was an important year for Gallup because I didn't think he was. He was going to be the odd man out because somebody. This was a big year for him, and that's why I feel bad because somebody was going to give him a bag. I didn't know it really was going to be Dallas, but it sucks that he suffers an ACL injury for one this late in the season, coming in as non rookie. And I do believe Michael Gallup is a good guy. Never met him, but I just feel that he's produced. Even uh, he's he like Bobby Knight used to say, hey, you I might put you on the court for only two minutes, Demi, but you better shine for that two minutes. Like you take your opportunities. Gallup has shined in the opportunities he's gotten and they come far in between and he's never complained. I feel bad for him, man. Uh, you know, and that that, that could hurt yeah. him going in. He caught I don't know. that touchdown. So that's what he say. Yeah, that's what he say. But Cedric Wilson has been balling, too. Let's not get it twisted. When he was out during that time. There was a lot of plays Cedric Wilson was pushing for the Cowboys. I agree. You listen to the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Hart. Today's show is presented by Hazel Sky Online. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Harbaugh Harge here. Let me tell you about the great folks over at Cover 3. Doug Young and Matt Dotson had a vision of creating a restaurant that you can have the ultimate date night, happy hour with coworkers, or just wanting to hang out with your friends while watching sports. They have great food like Doug's Reuben, the best-selling Allendale salad, or my go-to, the Jerk Wings. They have chef specials that start on Thursdays and run through Sunday. The brunch is amazing over the weekend. Cover 3 is the place to be. Go to cover-3.com for more details. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Mike Harge. Last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Make sure you go check out their pretty pre-ready-made alcoholic drinks. They come in different flavors as well. Or you can just go ahead and stick to the mix. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um Okay, yeah, so moving on from the Gallup, we'll see what happens, but feel bad for him. Other NFL news notes real quick. Aaron Rodgers wants to play in Week 18. You know, they talked about on the Manning cast last night, which, you know, you saw the Manning cast. He had Snoop on, diehard Pittsburgh fan, you know, presented Eli with the death row chain for his birthday. So that was awesome. hilarious. Eli's such a nerd, man. They both are. Him and Peyton, I love him. <laughs> uh, him and Peyton are nerds, especially Eli. And, they, and Peyton can't stop. I don't care, man. Eli got about a half a billion dollars in the bank. Peyton's getting on a billy, and he still gives him the little brother's treatment. Like, shut up already. Like, hey, okay. Like, he, you could tell it, man. It's like <laughs> it can't change from that. I'm like, man, it was tough on y'all growing up. It was tough on Eli growing up in that household, man, because Cooper and Peyton, you could tell they just teamed his ass because to this day, like, it's still – that Peyton sees his brother, man, you little brother, man, probably burns him up like, yeah, I got as many Super Bowls you do too, though. So anyway, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you had the Manning cast, but you know, they you got that going on. Roger Goodell was, you know, on there. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers was on there and kind of talked about that. You know, do you sit? I mean, hell, they're gonna have the one seed to go, but he wants to play. We'll see what uh we'll see what LaFleur says. Cause I don't know about that. Cause <laughs> that's a rat. You go out there in the meanest game. I I say he plays about a half at most. If he'll he'll probably uh, the LaFleur in upper management, they'll meet him halfway. I mean, because they got to kiss ass now. Anything Aaron says, hey, man, I want to Okay. It ain't nothing like this after he threatened to <laughs> leave y'all's ass, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so you have that. Yeah. Also, real quick before we get out of here, let's switch gears a little bit to college because I want to talk about the Oklahoma quarterback, okay, uh, that pretty much yep. is, is talking about, well, actually has already entered the transfer protocol, Caleb Williams. And yeah, this he is, did that yesterday okay. while we were on the air. And this is the thing. Yeah. This, I believe, is what the transfer portal is meant to be for. Maybe not just meant to be, but this is the key thing to me, is when you – this is when it makes sense, I guess I should say. It really makes sense why it is a good thing. Because if you've got a new coaching staff coming in, and keep in mind, they've got a a defensive-minded coach coming in to coach OU. And you're a quarterback like Williams who wasn't going to be the starter. Everything was – he was supposed to be sitting behind a Heisman hopeful and this and that and things they played. He got an opportunity shine and he took the job. But for him to want to transfer because another coach who didn't recruit him and coming in and probably is a defensive-minded coach, maybe not putting him, don't knowing who the coordinator is going to be, and these coaches are switching jobs and leaving and this and that – this is where I, my personal opinion that I like what the portal provides these kids to be able to do. I'm not going to kill Caleb for this one. You well, see? he's been working with Kale Gundy. Kale Gundy hadn't left there. I mean, he's going to be the same offensive coordinator that he's had. Okay. Yeah, obviously, okay. Lincoln Riley was a big part of that, and everybody wanted to play for Lincoln because they know I get a chance right. to be probably lifting up a trophy or possibly I'm talking about a Heisman trophy and possibly the number one pick. When this happened, let's not forget, this dude played in in their bowl game, too. Yeah. He waited till the bowl game was over before he decided to enter the portal. There's been conversation that he may be going to Georgia. So after Monday's game, let's wait and see what's going to happen. There's been some conversation that he may go out to California. This kid is from Atlanta, Georgia, just FYI. Mm. He, he came from Georgia. So for me, 
I thought it was very interesting for him to enter the portal after he said that he wasn't going to. Number oh, one. I didn't number know two, that. Kale, yeah, Kel Gundy is the offensive coordinator for Oklahoma, and he's been the offensive coordinator for a long time since he played there. And when he got done playing, he came back to Oklahoma and has been there, knows Bob Stoops, knows Venables. They coached together. They were oh, there okay. at the same time okay. together. So. So there's a lot. Venables has come back to Oklahoma, but your thought process is right with the right. defensive-minded coach and some of the things that Venables is about. You saw as soon as he entered the portal, they got the kid from UCF is there right now. He transferred in. Uh, Gabriel, the quarterback for um, for UCF, is, is now at Oklahoma. Okay. So Yeah, yeah. So they've already done some moves anticipating this, but – I'm shocked that the kid is leaving because he pretty much can have anything he wants in Oklahoma. He was the biggest thing when he took over the job from Spencer Rattler. Everybody was all about Caleb, 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 Caleb. They got a lot of talent still on that team. There's a lot of people that aren't leaving Oklahoma right now, too. So I was shocked by it. Big 12 is actually pretty happy about it. There's a lot of people that are happy in the Big 12 (laughs) that are saying, get that kid up out of here. So I'm I don't have a problem with it, but I just I just say you know the 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 timing of everything, the fact that he went out and played, that's the biggest thing for me. Okay, the dude played in their bowl game. I'm yeah. shocked by that. Yeah, I'm not as shocked as seeing uh, Carol, my man from um, Ole Miss, playing and getting hurt. Do we know what kind of injury that is yet? Was that was right. just a bad ankle sprain? That wasn't no ligament damage. Just a bad ankle. It okay. wasn't nothing bad. It wasn't okay. nothing like that. The X-rays came back negative. The X-rays came back negative. And okay. he's been dealing with an ankle over the course of the season as well. He'll be questioned about it when the combine comes in regards to where's the ankle at and how good have you had problems with that. But I still think he's going to be one of those. That the, that the talents is. I think he's going to be all right. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be that dominant, but man, I think. That's for sure. Oh man, the mobility of him. Uh, you know, yeah. um, I think he's marketable. I mean, I because um, let me see. Because he's uh, he's Latin, right? Hispanic, right? Quarterback. I think he's from. Well, he's from. Uh, I don't know exactly on that I, one. Okay, but he's a California kid okay. as well, and I just like a him. kid that. People like, and so does Lane Kiffin. And if Lane Kiffin puts something on you, then you know you you about to be in the game because he's coached a lot of good quarterbacks. Yeah, because what you got, Just that we're talking about transfer portal. You bring up the Ole Miss situation, and locally, Cam Ward, uh, UIW's uh, quarterback, young sensation. Yep. Who had entered the he Ole Miss is on that uh on the opportunity. Okay. Uh, Washington State's on that opportunity, Indiana. Um yep. so so he could be the next one underneath Kiffin uh to have that opportunity to come in for uh for Coral. Well, thank you for educating us on that. I think I've heard some about that. You know, kind of word, they gotta get in where they get in, what they run, because right now UTSA has got a monopoly going on in the city. They got it on lock. They got all blocks, <laughs> southeast side. Fish and, yeah, everything they got it sewed up right now. Okay. You know? They like ghosts. They got everything coming. That's how it should be. In. Yeah. So anyway, a yeah. um, couple other things, knows and knows. So, yeah, I get it. So I w- you like the mind thought process, right, of what I was trying to think about, Caleb? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were like, yeah. damn, Calvary got the same coordinator. I'm like, all right, man, Caleb, you on your own then, brother. Probably maybe should have stayed. I was trying to help you out. Say, hey, man, don't try to. No, my heart but, just no, came but, but I, I got think you. what he's. <laughs> I think, but he's a five star man. That kid, I got you. he's got commodity. He's a commodity man. People are looking at him, trying to give him that money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now mm-hmm. that's the other part of it too. Now, what is the marketability as far as hey man, 
You come to our school, it'll get you 1.2, 1.5, get you a couple million, get you some endorsement, get you a couple car. Now it's wide open. You said it earlier. It's the wild, wild west. Do what yeah. you want to do. Yeah. And, and this goes to a topic you talked about a lot before Hards too. Where this is the last opportunity you really have to not sit out um, as an as an undergrad. Yeah. If you want to yep. move, if you want to move, go ahead and move now. And if yeah. Georgia is that opportunity, and they're going to be playing for a natty next week, you know why why wouldn't you just you know, jump ship. Yeah. Um, also, um, yeah. other notes real quick on uh, NBA before we circle down some other NFL notes before we get out of here. NBA, uh, like I said, the Spurs are back in action tonight with Tor- Toronto. We'll see how they do. Uh, is DeJounte still out? Do we have any word on him? DeJounte is still out last night. He, he, he's still out. Um, NBA news, I'll tell you this. Ja Morant, my guy Ja. If it wasn't for the light-skinned kid down in Golden State, my man Stephen Curry, Ja would be the MVP right now through that. They got Brooklyn last night. Ja is balling, man. I like the kid. You know, his his freshman year coming out, um, I told everybody that he was going to be special. He is having an MVP-type season if it wasn't for Steph Curry. Uh, but I that, just want to put that out there. They're they're doing a good job. Like I said, they beat Brooklyn yesterday. Got them. Memphis is going to be one of those teams that will continue going in the right direction. Uh, I think they're trending in the right direction and probably going to be very a contender here over the next couple years for sure. And that's from the pop tree, too. Their head coach down there, they, they've got a lot. I, I, that, that Memphis team reminds me of the old Spurs on how they used to play, how the, how the system used to work. But – we don't have no job. What do you mean by them getting up and down? You, I was I, just I about to say, you're talking about the, getting up and down the, the court? Way, the way they coach, the way they execute, and defensively. Like, it's just there. You could tell yeah. that's a de- this, this a young team, but the discipline's there. That's a very good coach down there in Memphis. And, again, he's been with Pop on the bench. His name uh, slips my mind right now. But that's the reason why. I. I but, but, again, we ain't got no job. I love, you know, DeJounte Murray. But he ain't job. You know, we don't have no job yet. Right. Okay, but we get out of no man's land, man. And we Ja, can find t- one. ja put it on your back. He's man. He put it on his back. He'd man. be like, let's ride. Let's ride. Man, he's yeah. balling, man. But we could maybe find one when we get out of this no man's land. Okay? <laughs> Remember I told you that? Oh, it all here comes, we go. always comes full circle. <laughs> uh, the message always comes back, class. It'll be in the test. Yeah. Go. <laughs> what, what you got, Jonas? So, so that coach's name is Taylor Jenkins. Yes, Taylor Jenkins. Uh, to, to fill you in on that one. And then, so as we're looking at the, the success of John Morant, and you want to put him in the MVP conversation. Early. He's uh, early. Early MVP. conversation. You look back at the 2019 draft. Jaw went number two. Oh yeah, Zion went number one. Are yeah. we are we looking at that draft already and saying that Jaw was essentially a steal even at number two? You're you're speeding. I think this is a conversation the nation will start having. I mean, you know, I feel bad as well uh, for Zion. I mean, this is a kid that's gotten early knee problems. He's got weight issues. And a lot of people just don't feel like he wants to be in New Orleans. I mean, everybody and their mom had him believing he was going to get drafted by the Knicks. I'm like, you know, we got a lottery, right? I mean, but everybody thought, and, and, I, and I don't know if he got his hopes up, but you're speeding on that conversation. But, yes, that will be looked at like we always do everything else. Hey, Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan. I'm not saying we're going to be that, but Ja Morant is special. But, you know, Zion, Zion went to Duke. Now, if Ja would have went to Duke, like if he would have went to school like North Carolina Duke and played on that scale, that kind of exposure, he might have been the one or he might have been – but. We'll see, but I see where you're going on that. Switching back to the NFL real quick, some of the notes. Um, the Titans will be making a decision on Derrick Henry this week. They've got a deadline to where they're going to activate or not. Look, man, I'm all about 
He's ready. I come from the He's school, ready. Harge, though, is that I come from not sacrificing long-term health in one of your superstars for a one-night stand, for a one-night, for, for, for a shot, you know, for, for a one-night stand. Walked away from a lot of one-night stands in my life because it's just, I was never a one-night stand guy. Just couldn't perform. Like, man, I can't do anything with you. I got to know you first. We got to have some conversation. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, I forgot I'm, we I'm on air. Here, I'm about to get personal. I'm telling you right now. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Did you look at, did you listen to Eminem? You, did you listen to Eminem? You only get one shot, bro. Yeah, you only get one There's shot. There's no promises yeah, for tomorrow. Me, you man. Get, like, man, you, come on. I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to get intimate, which I don't even know you. I'm just a different brother. I'm talking like, about King Henry. Up. I ain't talking about nothing oh, else. Like, oh, okay. I'm My bad. I was still stuck on that. My <laughs> bad. I thought we were talking about that. I feel you. Damn, we're, with Derek Henry, yeah, I'm talking dog. about my issues. Damn, when I was back in my you single life. That. We, yeah. We, we talking about <laughs> Derek Henry. You got one yeah, shot, yeah, yeah. bro. And Come. if your team is rolling like this, and they got this one opportunity, because you, you are not the Patriots with Tom Brady. You are not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with That's Tom true. Brady. You have the number one seed. You are you are sitting two games away, and you know what your strengths are, physicality, and don't nobody want to hit that big dude coming back. Now, Devontae, the Regener- guy that's – Man, I, look. Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. Deontay okay. Foreman. How, how do they work those two together? Because to me, it's always been a workload. Like the reason why Dante Foreman has filled in so good, because he's a physical back, but also he's getting the big piece of the workload. So to me, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. A very, it's a chem- I won't use the word chemistry thing, whatever. But to me, I'm just thinking like, is he ready to come back? I mean, this is put him out. This is it's the same thing with Acres. This the Rams are talking about getting Acres possibly back, and this dude just suffered that injury like in camp, I think, or early. And to me, I'm thinking, are you really yeah. rushing this guy back? But they think he might be ready for the playoffs. And speaking, and they're running back in Acres. So I'm just from that school of like the Rams. Like I said, I get it. You make a good point, hard with the Titans situation, but that's still Derrick Henry, and he takes a beating in the course of a regular season anyway. You know. We'll yeah. see. His body's probably fresh, and he's probably sitting there telling That's him. That's scary, too. I'm ready to go. A fresh Derrick Henry coming you know in how December? hard he works. You know what Man. I'm saying? Oh, my God. That's scary you know, I already for the know Titans. how he's yeah. built. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to the <laughs> D-Lines coming weights. in there to play them in Nashville, uh, Tennessee. You know, no but doubt. yeah, those are a couple ones. What do you got, Jonas? Just isn't there a part of rolling with the guys who got you there? This goes back to the whole Brock Osweiler, Peyton Manning, Nick Foles, Carson Wentz. When you take a look at the quarterback situation, but you've got, I mean, you got Jeremy McNichols, who's been pretty well with with That's Foreman, different. and and um, I, I don't I don't know how much a uh, a Derrick Henry sure he's fresh, but he also hasn't touched a football. Take that, uh, take that, field for take minute. that one, Harge. What do you explain what you're saying about how it's different? I'm t- listen, listen. That is a running back that is a absolute monster. Former MVP, or should have been an MVP, 2,000-yard back. This dude understands what it's about. And he went to the school that is about to win another national championship, so he knows about hard work and what they came to do. I'm telling you right now, I do not want to see Tennessee with Derrick Henry and Deontay Foreman. By the way, RIP to uh, Deontay Foreman's daddy, Derrick. He hmm. was a big, big, big supporter of the Texas Longhorns, but he was also one of their biggest critics, and he was one of those dudes that kept it 100 all the time. He hmm. died in a trucking accident earlier this year, Wow! and Deontay even spoke about it not too long ago. Okay. So 
Uh, to, for him to be able to come back and do the things that he's able to do, being cut by multiple teams, being in that spot, and now to be that person that's getting it like that, I'm digging it. Hmm. Okay. Well said. All right, man, that's a wrap for today. Special thanks producers of the show, Jonas Clark. So thanks to Mike Harge. Sam's been the one and two. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, it's a snooze button. And for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding. Peace. See you tomorrow.